You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. He was supposed to be there, and he wasn't there. That's what happened. What do we say? What does it happen usually in a meeting room when that happens? Ooh, you hear? Ooh, that's when you're backing the bus up ooh, over around. That's all. What's up, everybody? Sorry we missed you last week. But we're back. It was a short week, big game, championship game. But uh, just want to welcome you guys all back. Episode 15, season two, double coverage with the, the McCourty, McCourty twins. twins. Jason, Devin, Devin, we're both here. As you guys know, you can find us. If you want the video version, YouTube, audio version, Mama, iTunes, we made it! There we go. iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is, you can find us there. And as always, keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at McCourty Twins. Quick shout out to our partners here at Double Coverage, Boston Medical Center, and Embrace Kids Foundation. As you guys know who have been with us yeah. along these past two seasons, we've we partnered together, together to, to tackle, tackle Sickle Cell. Cell. And you can learn more at TackleSickleCell.org. And also shout out to our friends over at Normatech. Normatech Recovery Systems are helping athletes to push boundaries and exceed their goals, recover faster, increase circulation, and conquer those sore, sore muscles. Uh, athletes nowadays with Normatech are redefining their potential. And as you know, Normatech Ultimate Recovery for today's athlete. All you got to do is visit www.normatechrecovery.com. Go pick you up. A pair of those boots. It could be like the shoulders. You could be like, dude. All of it. Dude had to drive all the way home to get his Normatech the night before the game. Just to make sure. He says he can't go to sleep without Normatech in first. Got to get right. All right, what did we miss? We We missed missed you last week. So we're obviously not going to do a whole rendition of the show you missed. No one wants to see a two-hour show. We're going to keep you up to date. So Joe Burrow, Mr. LSU, Mr. Louisiana, wins the Heisman, brings home the Heisman. Will he be the first pick of the draft? He might. You know why? He's obviously very good. He's talented. He gets the Tom Brady comparisons all the time. But what I like is the kid is gutsy. Got the swag? He, he's gutsy. He's, he'll run some, he won't run you over every time, but if it's third and eight and he got seven, he's going to try to run you over. The man, like, he, he's battle-tested. Like, I, I don't watch much college. Since? Yeah, I'm not sure. You're asking the wrong person. Well, we're still deciding that. Oh. For you guys who do not know, you can't it see. It is a Sunday But I don't know if you can feel like we look just more lit today. Usually we film and we do this all at night. But it is currently Sunday. 2.53. We'll call it 3 p.m. Some games are coming off halftime. Uh, if we get any breaking news, J-Mac is tracking it. My man Kev's tracking it behind the computer. So we will try to keep you updated. But we got a lot going on today, Sunday. So we don't know who the first pick. Sunday are. fun day. We don't know who the first pick of the draft are. But all of these games have some type of implication. Playoff implication. Draft implication. Draft picks implication. So vacation Sunday implication. NFL. Vacation. Some people are going home. The Rams just found out next week. Vacation starts after next week. We will Gone get more on fishing. We will get more into that game a little we later. We also on. miss Navy beats Army. When did we know Army lost? When Army went on college uh, countdown 
uh I forgot what that's called. Game Day Countdown. There you go. Um whatever it's called. Um and they decided that they will pull out their tank and my brother, older brother was in the army so he was big go army. Um and they ran over a, a navy, navy helmet home. which I thought was awesome. But then they went they went and gave it to Roger Starback. I mean, fair to Roger well. Starback. Navy beat the brakes off him too. Yeah, I mean, Uniform. shout out Joe Cardona though. Yeah. Uh, Navy man. I can't really pick. Uh, I, I like both schools. Um, but Joe Cardona held it down. He wore a very dope sweater. No, the, to, Navy, uh, the Navy Carnegie. Yes, he that wore that was, last year too. That was clean. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely clean. A Navy man. This is the time of the year you saw a few vets get released late in the season. And I don't know if it's the vets wanting to get away. I mean, obviously. Want to get away. Janoris Jenkins obviously he wanted, wanted, to get wanted, away. wanted to get away. They said he was very excited when he found out the Giants were going to release him. Had some comments via social media. They weren't, I wasn't too fond of. And a lot of people Put it this way, he, if we were here last week, he would have lost the weekend. He would have lost the weekend. For but sure. he would have in turn won the weekend because I think he was trying. He pulled the Antonio Brown. Do enough that the team finally has to get rid of you. And you I can don't get, like my job, so I want a new job. You can get to where you want to get, but I don't think he'll follow in A.B.'s footsteps. He's probably going to try to stay <laughs> where he's at, but time will tell. But like you just said, Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins, finds a new home in New Orleans. And Terrell then we had Suggs. Terrell Suggs released in Arizona, finds a new home. In Kansas City. So two guys now go Ooh. from teams that – we're about um, to go on vacation next week. And they might have already had their family vacations, but got to put it on hold because they'll be playing Babe, playoff football. Going to the playoffs. For sure, for sure. Who do you think will make a bigger impact out of those two on their new teams? We were just watching a little bit of that Saints-Titans game. Not if, much um, action for Janoris Jenkins just yet. but Eli Apple got hurt in the game, yep. so depending on his status, um, that could really get Jack Rabbit in there. Um, I'm going to go with Terrell Suggs, though. How hard is it, though, at this point in the season – you're going into week 16. To, no, it's not hard. To join a team and be able to make an impact. Not hard. Would Janoris you say Jenkins get called upon? Would you say it's position based? But yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. But Janoris Jenkins get called and We got to catch him up in the secondary, our communication, our vocabulary. But the bottom line, we need you to cover. I mean, you we'll can cover. bring you, you in cover. there to cover. Terrell Suggs will bring go you in Go get there the quarterback. And hold the edge. So what guys do well, they just have to go do. James Wiseman pulls a plug on the whole college Peace. thing. He was like, man, oh, Penny, don't gave want me, me to play? Penny gave me some money. I moved from Memphis to – no, he moved from Nashville, right? Yep. Nashville to Memphis so I could play some high school ball. Then I decided to come to Memphis. I'm ready to rock with Memphis. Suspend me. Then I'm not suspended. Then I got four games. He was like, you know what? I'm just going to train and then go be the number one pick in the draft. So I'm out of here. And I'm not mad at him. Who wants to deal with all that? That 11000 will be easy to pay back a few months from now. So shout well, out he, James I mean, Lyon. he left. You ain't paying that back. You still don't. He may still have to, no? Why? What are they gonna penalize him with? Maybe he didn't right. earn a degree. Were they gonna hold his degree? Shout out Newton football, winning the state title. Newtown football, Newtown football in Connecticut won a state title on the seventh. I'm not a New Englander. I mean, I'm still. That's why I'm new. teaching you. That's why okay. I took over this whole segment so you didn't blow this. Is it? Is it? Two words or one word? It's one word. It's Newtown. Well, I feel like if it's gonna be Newtown, we should make matter. it two words. No, not right now. Doesn't matter. Newtown winning a state champion on the seventh anniversary of the shooting um, in Newtown um, at the uh, elementary school. And it, it was pretty awesome. A couple years ago, we got to go and hold um, a football clinic right in town. Um, um, so 
a lot of kids who knew someone that was affected by the Sandy Hook shooting. Um, so we got to do that. And it's probably pretty safe to say that some of the kids we probably got to be around at that clinic playing football were probably on this state championship That's team. Awesome. So uh, great job of these young men uh, persevering, going out there and, and playing and bringing, uh, which is a tough time, I'm sure, for everyone in that area, bringing some positivity. Um, I saw them. They were with uh, on a Sunday night countdown last week. Uh, they were over there with uh, Rodney Harrison and um, – uh, Tony Dungy and Tony Dungy, where they were talking about the win, the last call. The coach was talking about it. So, pretty special moment for everyone. Awesome in to see. Awesome to see what sports continues to do uh, throughout the lives of so many and make huge impact. No matter professional, amateur uh, sports are an awesome way to bring and unite people. Very has a big impact on the community. Definitely does. This week, Pro Bowl rosters were set throughout the Ooh. league. There's always, whenever the Pro Bowl comes out, it's now I had this argument with Van Noy. Um, obviously, he didn't make the Pro Bowl. We were, we were talking about, because all right, for you guys that don't know, there's the Pro Bowl roster of the original, however many guys it is that make the Pro Bowl. And then there's Pro Bowl alternates. And the event that the guy that makes it is hurt, possibly playing in the Super Bowl, which this guy has experienced quite a few times. Uh, for whatever reason, can't make it to the Pro Bowl. You already have alternates in place. And I had an argument with KV about when you're an alternate, do you, do you go if, if you're called upon going because you didn't make the original? And, like, the, the fact of the matter is there's some snubs always because there's always going to be error when, no offense, fans are picking. And there's always going to be error when players are picking because most, a lot of players, I won't say most, but a lot of players don't really study the game. Some guys just like are good. Well, I they may study, study my opponent. Well, they study the game, but they study who they're going to. Play. Yes. And then some, the way we vote is depending upon team and how you do stuff. Sometimes you have like me, myself, I'll go in and I'll have to vote for an offensive lineman to make the Pro Bowl. I have no idea what a good offensive lineman makes. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of guys that are Pro Bowl worthy that don't end up making it with stinks. I felt like what I was upset about, I saw this on Twitter. Twitter, Somebody said we, I think, are like the whatever ranked defense and whatever accolades and all that have come across throughout this season. We only had two players to make the Pro Bowl from the defense side of the ball. And you have so many guys that I felt like from the Van Noy to yourself to the Jamie Collins of guys that are worthy. And like the sleeper was, I mean, this guy Gerald Jackson has five interceptions. Better known as J.C. Jackson. You know what I mean? Has five picks. But it was still cool to see uh, Steph uh, Hightower and uh, And Mr. Pro Bowl himself. Uh, Matthew Slater make the Pro Bowl. He set a record, right? Yeah, I think eight eight straight Pro Bowls. Not eight straight, eight eight total. Eight total, yeah. Special team Pro Bowl so, sets a record. Uh, and I think does him and do him and uh, his, his dad, dad have the most most uh, Pro Bowls, father and son. Yeah, Man, so that's an elite family right there. Always, always cool to see teammates uh, make it to the Pro Bowl. And like you said, there's always going to be snubs. Um, former teammate Logan Ryan doesn't make mm. it. Had one heck of he has had one heck tackles, of a season. Three sacks, four picks. I mean, he's just been all over the place. Uh, leading the league in pass breakups, or he was. I'm he's not at, sure he's at he's the still top. I don't think he's at, at his, the top uh, of the yeah. league in pass. So um, another great, but like you just said, there's always going to be guys in and there's some guys out. So it is what it is. For sure. Everybody wants to play in one game. For sure. Drew Brees breaks another Peyton Manning record. Touchdown passes. 
Peyton was at 5.38 or 5.39. Then Drew took it to 5.41. Now Tom's at 5.39. So basically Peyton Manning set a, a bunch of crazy records, and Tom and Drew Brees are just continuing to run them down. Longevity um, is one heck of a thing, man. These dudes continue to just sling the rock. We were just watching. Uh, Titans jumped out 14 zip, looking good. Drew Brees hits Jared Cook on a 61-yard touchdown. Jared Cook, 2009 Tennessee Titans draft class with myself. Going so, back to Nashville, making a bang. I encourage everyone – don't take it for granted the last couple of years that we get to watch Tom Brady and Drew Brees continue to break records. They are still two, two old guys goats. that still can get it two done. Two old goats. Speaking of another old guy, Tom Coughlin, relieved of his duties in Jacksonville. Now, I don't know. I'm not in Jacksonville. I'm not in Duval County, so I don't know everything that went down. But I do log on to Twitter, and I do read the articles. They say Tom <laughs> Coughlin fine Fowler $700,000 for missed rehab and treatment during an offseason and that he also fined Leonard Fournette the number was 99,000 for sitting on the bench while being inactive during a game that yeah. is team insane. rules are team rules we take it serious here and now for those that don't know so sometimes you get fined by a team and a lot of times if a player disagrees we can go through our players union and file a grievance against the team so in the past two seasons <laughs> one third of all grievances that are filed from to all the NFLPA from all 32 teams one third of them they said came from Jacksonville in the last two seasons so do you think the Jets are trying to catch him? Because they've had quite a few grievances with injury stuff. Hey, I hope not because it doesn't seem like that's the recipe to keep your job. So are Tom Coughlin, a guy who's so does, lived, had so a heck does, of a career, though. But does Tom Coughlin now kind of get uh, become the black sheep? Like, oh, oh, we were in the Super Bowl, but now it's not working. It's Tom Coughlin's fault. We'll fire him. We were in the AFC we'll Championship game. That's what I said. Did I not say Super Bowl? Oh, I meant AFC Championship A game, game. away. So, but you got a couple that with the fact are they scapegoating them? You got a couple that with the fact that you're in, you're a game away from the Super Bowl, and two years later you lost a lot of those you're guys. amongst the you're amongst the teams vying for top draft picks. So you're kind of you took a spike up, but then you're right back to where you were. So, hey, it's but the NFL. Shout out Tom Coughlin, Boston College uh, guy, good friends with our high school coach, Coach Carson. So mm -hmm. uh, much respect to Tom Coughlin. Yeah. In the community, it's the holiday season. Everyone's doing something. Devin, myself, Kyle Van Noy took 20 kids from the key program uh, shopping at uh, Target in uh, Plainville, Plainville. Uh, Massachusetts. Had a great time interacting with the kids. Met a guy by the name of Bubba who told Kyle Van Noy that he was trash and that uh, he was a big Dolphins fan. Uh, but it was a, a pretty cool event. We got a chance to hang out and uh, was able to partner with my, uh, my buddy Brandon Copeland who plays uh, for the New York Jets, his foundation, Beyond Basics Foundation, we were able to partner and find a way uh, to raise money to get these kids the opportunity. Each kid had $200 and a chance to go shopping and buy themselves it gifts. Was, family uh, it was well. awesome because it was some high school kids, and um, these kids were sharp, man. Like, they were on it. Um, I called I call my guy. He went and got all his basic essentials, man. He got... He got a, his wife beaters. He got his T-shirts. He got some socks, some underwear. I'm like, man, we got to get you something, like, nice. So I, I forced him to get some Beats, some, uh, I don't know, one of the Beats uh, earbud things. I forced yeah. him. I said, you have to. 
I said, if it's over, I'll, I'll like we gotta get you, we gotta get you something for yourself. So the girls is in. Some of the older girls are in there picking makeup. I was like, ah, yeah, I can't we, do this. I can't do this. I yeah, got young daughters. I, the I can't. Foreshadowing hurt. The foreshadowing scared you a little bit. For sure, for sure. So we did that on a Monday, Tuesday. Dev hosted uh, along with the New England Patriots a shopping event at Bass, Bass Pro, Pro Shops. Shop. I don't know how many kids. It was a ton of kids there. Yeah, I think fifty kids. Fifty kids. Uh, who it had was it was four hundred dollars awesome. to spend uh, at Bass between Pro Shop. current players and uh, all of the alumni. All come out and take these kids shopping at Bash Pro Shop. They got coats, they got Hat, toys, gloves, and, uh, yeah, they got a gift for somebody else. Those were the guidelines. And yeah, then, so I finished last. I had uh, two two young girls, eleven and twelve, uh, Jayla and Nevea, and uh, they worked me now. They worked me. It was a good thing I called them. I saw a clip that they said you were kind of tough to shop with. Oh, she went on TV and was like, I was bossy, and I was telling her what to do, telling her that she had to get a coat, but. I, all I did was lead. She told me, she said, when we get upstairs, the first thing I want to do is get a coat. She saw a hat first, and she just totally forgot about the coat. Just it took her, us a while. You're just holding her. You're just making I her wanted accountable. To make sure, yes. But the reinforcements came in. My wife came, my daughter, um, and my son. But when my wife and daughter came. Well, I had your son. Yeah, yeah, you had him. When my wife and daughter came, though, they started listening to me more. They was like, all right, he got something going on. We can listen to him. Um, so it worked out well. We had a, we had a great time. We finished last and shopping, um, but we had a gate. So they bought multiple gifts for people, and I thought that was awesome. About awesome to see. Seven gifts for other people between Speaking the two. Speaking of uh, community, Kyle Van Noy named the 2019 Walter Payton uh, Man of the Year, a guy that never stops. Um, he actually just hosted his Christmas event where he gives away Christmas trees, decoration, toys, just a ton. He's just always doing something uh, in the community. Uh, when we did the Target event, reached out to him. He wanted to be there. He was all for it. So he's a guy that never says no uh, to helping people. So extremely happy and proud. And you guys got to make sure you go on Twitter and your hashtag, and I think it's what, W-P-O-Y Van Noy for Walter Payton Man in the Year and continue to should vote I double, for him. Should I double check that? I know it. W-P-O-Y and you got to add the Van Noy in there so you know you're voting Just, for him. And, and follow him on Twitter. Let me look up his Twitter handle because um, he's trying to win this thing. So if you follow him, he's been giving away tickets. He's been, he's been doing a bunch of different things. So you actually might have a chance uh, to end up at one of these playoff games uh, just by following him and retweeting um, just at KVN underscore O three at KVN underscore O three. Um, and you have a chance. Maybe you'll, maybe we'll see you at Miami or a playoff game. All right. Let's talk about football for a little bit. Past sure, two Jason. weeks. We'll start with the game in Cincinnati on the road, coming off back to back losses. Uh, like we said, before we headed out there it was to the get back on track game going against a team that wasn't playing for much as far as postseason, but obviously a team that's still fighting to build culture. They came out ready to go. Ready Joe to go. They came out there rumbling, mumbling. Joe Mixon, a really, really talented running back, um, but we were able to make a few plays. I would call Joe Mixon a headache. Yes. Him and Nick Chubb are headaches. Yeah. You get you leave Down the game with a headache. Yeah. Um, but shout out to uh, Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson, uh, really kind of helping flip that game around, especially Gilly Lott getting a huge third down stop, then starting the third quarter with a pick, then getting a pick six, and J.C. picking off the deep ball. It was fun to watch for me not playing, but being on the sideline, still a part of that cornerback group and seeing those guys. Yeah, we um, know if, play you, if play. you watch, Jay's always the first one jumping on the sideline, uh, going crazy. So. He definitely stays locked into the game. For sure. That's what he does. So, uh, obviously, get back on the track, on the road, 
and before I get to the next game, shout out to our fans who had a huge presence in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, a not ton not of- just at the game. Saturday when we got in, it was cold. Fans were standing outside, outside the hotel, inside. inside so uh, they definitely drove down to Cincy, and I'm sure we had some fans just currently stay, staying in Cincy as well. Dang, I forgot my AFC East champ hat, man. That's not like me. That's not. You're getting used to this stuff, yeah, man. I, oh, I don't, I don't want to be like the rest of you. But before we talk about the game. Man, you just said before we talk about the game, now we're supposed to talk about the game. You're right. This is about the game. Okay. Dev shows up to the game with an old school throwback Curtis Martin jersey. Man, he actually tweeted me, man. He tweeted you, man. Shout out Curtis Martin. Jersey was really cool. And I'll share the story. No, you share the story. Why Why Curtis Martin jersey to the game? Uh, went on fanatics.com and I, I was like, man, like, let me see what throwbacks they got. And I saw the Curtis Martin. I was like, got to get it. Uh, when I was young, growing up, Curtis Martin played. But after he played here, he played for the Jets. And he used to watch him. And, you know, I grew up in New York, so the Jets were always on TV. On CBS, usually at that 1 o'clock slot. And I would watch him like, man, this dude's a good player. So I found out the Jets facility uh, address. And I wrote him a letter and told him, you know, I'm a twin. Loved playing football. Someday wanted to play in the NFL. And Curtis Martin sent me three signed rookie cards back and wrote a little note and said, this is for you, your twin brother, and a neighbor, and good luck. I'm like, dang, this dude is awesome. Like, he's in the NFL. And then once I made it to the NFL, I'm like, man, like, he had time to, like, go through and send back. Uh, So I wanted to definitely show him some love. Uh, And I felt like it was special to do it in my 10th year now um, in the NFL um, which isn't always promised to be in the NFL for 10 years uh, to do it. Uh, it was a great feeling just for obviously what he represents and how many great stories I've heard about him as a person. So um, big shout-out to Curtis Martin. Um, and then it happened on a good night. Wrapped up the AFC East division title. Champs! Uh, and this one, this year was special. You know, we've wrapped up some of these playing against other teams, but this was like a true championship game. Like Last year, we won... We wrapped up the division, same week, same team, similar situation. Obviously, yeah, but that was even different because, like, but this year was different. Because I mean, this year, like, we—I mean, I know we won the division no matter what. But even if not, we, we would have had a chance to but, win it the next week. But this was like a championship game, game. against the—it was the number one seed in the division versus the number, number two. two seed. It was old school college conference championship. Yeah, week. so it was good. And every time we play these guys, they—they they are Slug tough. Pass. They'll fight you, and, like, we, when we go into these games, we talk about they're a tough football team, and we have to try to out-tough them. And, and it's was, a battle. Yeah. It's hard to do that against What was cool is it was – and Bill said it leading up to the game, it was going to be a playoff game. And these games down the stretch are all playoff games. I know sometimes people hear that, and they're just like, no, oh, here not. they go, yeah. and they're building it up. But, no, it is a playoff game because you win this game, you win your division. All right, boom, now you're, you, you have the division, you get a home game. But you win this next game and you stay in a one or two seed. So now you get a bye week the first week. So essentially you won your first playoff game by not having to play in the wild card round. So that's why these games down the stretch become playoff games because of what the implications are and what they bring, an opportunity for your team to rest up. So speaking of that, Miami coming into town next week. It's like we talked about with Sensei, another dangerous team. Um, And you see them right now. Can you look up the score? Uh, they're actually playing Cincinnati today, and at one point they were up 21-3. This is a team 
who's finding themselves. Like they're they're searching to build their culture. They're trying to play football the right way. Um, and you 28 see to six. They're up 28 to six right now. Um, and I'm sure they're going to come here and they want Baltimore's up 21 to six. Come on, Cleveland. They want to close the season out the right way. New Orleans is up 23, 14. Come on, low step up low. We need to play. Um, but you know, and I think they want to play that way. And you watch them; they play tough. They're in. They're in a lot of games. Even watching the Buffalo game, like that was a fight for them to go down to Miami yeah. and play against those guys. So, um, you and know, I think, and I think, I think, like you always say, when you get to this time of the year, you're trying to be trending upwards as far as playing your best football, mm-hmm. no matter who your opponent is. I just think about last year. We go on the road, we lose to Miami, followed by we go on the road, we lose to Pittsburgh, and then we come at home and we play with people would deem not good football teams, the uh, Bills and the Jets last year who weren't going to the playoffs. But we play solid football in those last two games, and that catapults us into the playoffs, and we go on a streak there. Because so. I think, like you said, it doesn't matter who you play because that's what the play You don't know who you're going to play. Yeah. You might play this team, you might play that team, but no matter what, you have to play good football or you will lose. Um, so it's been really good to get that mindset, and we got to keep pushing. Um, but we had some special weeks, special weeks in sports. We had the Atatatumpo brothers. Um, I'm not sure of all their first names, but two play for the Bucks, Giannis and Thanius. Um, and I'm not sure the other one that plays for the uh, Lakers. But they had a picture. They all held holding up jerseys. Um, and then last uh, last weekend. You had Pittsburgh playing against Buffalo. The Edmonds brothers. And you brothers. had the three Edmonds brothers playing together. Um, obviously, we're twins. We play together. So we, we're always going to promote brothers going out there and sharing that field together or the court and the arena together to, as teammates or on the opposite side. For sure. Uh, great family uh, thing. So a uh, big shout-out to both of those families. Man. It was cool to see Eli Manning back in the lineup. Danny Dimes. Uh, high ankle sprain doesn't play last week. Eli gets back out there. And, and it got the dub against Miami. Yeah, and it brings up the question, though. Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning came in the same year. You remember? That was the same year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you remember all the stuff with – Eli didn't want to go to San Diego. Yeah. And, uh, or was that Ryan Leaf? No, it was, it was – Okay. It was Eli. And all of that stuff transpires, and now you think about how long – and really solid careers both of them have, Hall of Fame, all of that in discussion. But then you look at it right now, it's like, is this the last year that you see Eli Manning in a New York Giants jersey? And is this the last year that you see Phillip Rivers in a Charger uniform? Like, it's it like, could be a high likelihood. Yeah, these you great know? runs come to an end, but really it's been a blast. So we just talked about Drew and Tom. Like, enjoy yeah. these quarterbacks. I think fan bases get spoiled. They have these guys who win. Uh, you know, you talk about Eli, two Super Bowls, Drew Brees, Super Bowls, pay, uh, Tom Brady, Super Bowls. Phillip Rivers has a ton. He's never been able to win a Super Bowl, but he has a ton of numbers, won games there. Um, and, like, people don't know what the change the in the situation. culture will be How next. long, yeah. Like, you don't know. Like, you look at Indy, Peyton leaves, you get Andrew Luck, and it seems like everything's going to be great, and it never Seven gets to where left. it was. Yeah. And it's and then he retires. Now you get Jacoby. You don't know what the future is, even though I think the future's bright. Shout out my man Jacoby. But, like, you just have to enjoy these moments of For having sure. these really great elite quarterbacks. And it's been a blast competing against those guys. And like we said earlier, the Rams uh, officially eliminated from the playoffs. H- how hard is it? To, because this Rams team last year, you look at it, and even this year, it's built to win now. They traded two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey, but got a key, Marcus Peter, and added Weddle. The last two years, they've just been drafting and adding firepower. But 
speak to that. How hard is it to go from you've gone to three straight Super Bowls, you win the one in Houston, correct? Then you go and you fall short in Minnesota. And then last year to go and you win it all in Atlanta again. But now well, you don't know what the playoffs is going to bring. But you're yeah, still – You have a shot. You have a shot. You know what I mean? It's hard, man. I think I think we are fortunate here is that we have a good amount of guys that have that culture and um, that they, they understand that. And they know what they need to do. They're pushing forward. Um, but I, it's tough to do that year in and year out to push forward and try to be the best team you can be. So um, it's exciting, and uh, we see it so far. Like, the playoff picture is kind of falling in stone. You know, you got five five spots secured in the, NF, in the AFC. Um, the NFC is very similar. Minnesota's in. Green Bay is in. You don't know how it's going to play out between Seattle and San Fran. They're both in, but who wins the division? It's always fun to see what the, who the new teams are. Buffalo being the playoffs this year. Wasn't there last year? Pittsburgh is on the cusp. Wasn't there last year? Or the Titans could get in the same. same thing. Wasn't there last year? You know what I mean? It's all Green Bay wasn't there last year. They're at the top this year. San Fran. What you know? It's yeah. always cool to see the new teams that are in the race. And it's always interesting to see those new teams from a year ago or two years ago. Do they stay in the playoff hunt? Mm-hmm. The Rams, um, the Jaguars, who were in it too. Mm-hmm. Like how hard it is to sustain success. Um, really, hats off to the teams that continue to be in there you know you talk about the the saints now the kansas cities now the houstons mm-hmm. you know us teams that continue uh to build and, and try to be there and as you end. talk about how hard it is to do so and build i just saw a stat today the cleveland browns will play their game today and they literally have zero first round draft picks from 2013 to th- to 2017 that will be playing in the game today uh you have a uh, list yep mingo who was here barkevius mingo is on the Texans now. Justin Gilbert is not in the league. Johnny Manziel is not in the league. Danny Shelton plays for the Patriots. Cameron Irvin plays for the Chiefs. Corey Coleman is on IR for the Giants. Miles Garrett is suspended watching the game somewhere. Jabril Peppers plays for the Giants. And David Njoku is inactive today as he is on IR. Is he, is he back on IR or is he a healthy scratch? Or maybe a healthy scratch. Yeah. He, he, I know he, he got activated back. all. But either way... 2013 to yeah. 2017. You would hope and, those would be a lot of your core players. And the crazy thing is only two of the guys are even still on the team. Like, yeah, they're not playing, but two of the guys, are, the rest of them are either Life out of the happens league fast the in this league. It's insane. It's insane. It's so important. It shows how important it is to draft well and draft guys who fit your system. And develop them. But like you just said, when you talk about life comes at you fast, what was going through the fans' mind when Isaiah Thomas – walked from the court and walked into the stands and told Buddy, don't did you do that. See, did you see what Isaiah Thomas said after the game? Mm-mm. So Isaiah Thomas is shooting a free throw, and he said he misses the first free throw. And after he misses the first free throw, the guy starts heckling him, sticks two middle fingers up and calls him a boop, boop. Uh, we won't repeat those words, he said. Please don't. And now the timeout's called. So Isaiah Thomas calmly walks through the court, uh, two or three rows of courtside seats into like the first two rows behind those. And he's like, don't do that. Come on, man. Don't do that. You're a fan. Don't don't do that. Don't be disrespectful, man. Be a fan. What I love about that is that, and you know, the guy said to him, man, I'm so sorry. I just wanted a frosty. So what I love about that. In the arena, if somebody misses two free throws, you get, so the guy did that just to win a frosty. But that's what I love about it because you go to these games and it, and different fans, I won't say a majority because a lot of fans go enjoy the game and do everything the right way. 
but you're you're talking this tough, tough game, and you're effing this and you're that and whatever it is you're saying. And as soon as the man walks into the stands, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean anything by it, but. Like, you didn't mean it. You just called him whatever name that you called him. You didn't mistakenly do that. So I think that's but still haven't learned from the malice at the palace. But Isaiah Thomas was ejected because you are not allowed to walk into the stand. So because of the malice at the palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't throw it. any haymakers, though, so it, it wasn't bad. It. Who is the best player in the NBA right now? From watching that game, we, we might have to Greek say honest, man. He, but I would say of faces of the NBA, Luka is on his way. Yes. Luka Donovan. Some really great way. young player. So um, I don't watch a ton of the NBA early part of the season because it's just like uh, 82 games. NBA has proposed, you know, having some type of tournament. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Um, not a not a lot in there. Seemed kind of silly, but we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Who knows? Now, we have to get to this. If you have not seen it, after the game, the, um, the Rams and the 49ers played, like I said to you, we're coming to you Sunday afternoon. They played last night, Saturday night game, and the Rams give up a big play late in the game to Emmanuel Sanders, and the reporter asked Jalen Ramsey, so what happened on the play between you and Eric? He says, that wasn't Eric. Eric was on the other side. It was Rat. He said, we was playing a former two-man. We made an adjustment. I played my technique right. He was supposed to be there, and he wasn't there. That's what happened. What do we say? What does it happen usually in a meeting room when that happens? You hear? That's when you're backing the bus up over him. That's always tough because I, I, I'm, I would assume exactly what he's saying it's true. is what happened on the play. Definitely. But it's just like. You just try to protect your guys when it comes down to that. And I think ultimately, though, you don't, it's not even protecting. It's protecting your unit. Yeah. Because, like, the secondary is as good as you play as a group. It doesn't matter if you have one good guy and everybody else gets killed. Like You have to be solid as a group. So if someone makes a mistake, if it's one person's fault, if it's two people's fault, if it's miscommunication, like, we didn't play. We didn't play that play right, yeah. and we gave up a big play that cost us. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Like you just said, man, you want to try to, you know, stick up for your teammates in, in the best way possible. And I think that's just like one of those situations where you look at it and the Rams are struggling. You you get eliminated from the playoffs. playoffs. It's, it's just tough. that type yep. of. You know what I mean? A lot of guys are frustrated, and, and, and they ask him that, like, when you came here, did you expect to be playing in the playoffs? He says, "Sure." And that's what Definitely. people don't realize. You finish those games, you come in the locker room, a coach will speak for maybe five minutes at most. You break it down. And about the next two minutes, media is in the locker room time, in yeah. your face. I don't know exactly when this clock hits, but you got 10 minutes from when everyone, I think, is when everyone's in the locker room. You got 10 minutes until media comes in. So sometimes emotions are still high. It's yes. tough. So you got you to gotta sometimes factor that in uh, when you hear guys and you see some of their interviews. But any chance... Andrew Luck makes a comeback. I saw reports like, oh, the, the Colts are kind of holding out hope. And he still has his suite at the stadium. He donated his suite to a children's hospital in the area. So they use it all year to bring kids to the game. Yeah, awesome by him. I think Andrew Luck. Uh, uh. Well, you, yeah, he's done. He didn't even want to go to the games. The guy's finished. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think he wants go. to come back. Andrew's, they booed him. Yeah. If he does come back, he should make Andy get rid of him so he can go somewhere else. Did you see they the trick? Him. Did you see that trick play by the high school team? I believe it was in Texas. Where they had three fast guys running together and then. Oh my the goodness. Zone. Faked it here, faked it there, faked it here, faked it there. And you tackle can, everyone. You can tell how fast those three players are because they uh they had a they had a, a position meeting in the end zone when they scored. So pretty cool. 
Norma Tech comeback of the week. Who you got? We'll go with Joe Burrow. Why? Why? I mean, comeback. What Louisiana's come own. What school did he? He was somewhere else. That's why he's comeback player of the week. Was it Ohio State? Yep. Ohio. He was a quarterback in Ohio State. Quarterback room was packed. Leaves. He goes to LSU. Um, and not only does he go to LSU and dominate and go win the Heisman, everyone loves him. You watch him. Um, it, it's fun to watch him play. Um, but I just love that. Like, you go to Ohio State from 2015 to 2017, then you transfer, and now you're at LSU. You win the Heisman Trophy. You win the Davey O'Brien Award. Um, you do all these things, and now you have your team with a chance to win the college football national championship. And I think it's an awesome story. And the only way it's not an awesome story is if Jalen Hurst wins the national championship because then he will get the ultimate comeback player of the week because he left Alabama, who played in a national championship, to come back and win a national championship. So we're holding out hope, but for right now, Joe Burrow. He's been in the playoff, Jalen Hurts, four straight years. Joe Burrow, though, he won the Heisman. So we, we have to give him comeback player of the week. Joe Burrow, congrats. They say forever you will eat free and do whatever you want in Louisiana. So do your thing, man. Score update, New Orleans 24, Titans 21. Ooh, we Titans, got a barn burner. Titans scored a touchdown, making it close. Cincinnati, Cle Cincinnati scored? Yep, 28 to 12, but Cleveland still They down kicked the field goal. 21 to 9. How about the Colts? 24 to 6 over the Panthers. Yeah, a lot going on. Where's there, Cam man. Newton when you need him? Lost and won the weekend. I'm going to start it off, and I'm going to go who lost the weekend. Dion Waiters lost the weekend. Suspended uh, for 10 games. Detrim uh, detrimental. Conduct. Conduct detrimental, detrimental to the team. So, um, but they didn't really say what he did. Took a sick leave. Not feeling well. Can't come into that. Stomach bug, flu symptoms, whatever you want to call it. Later on, uh, posted a picture. He's out on a boat. Out on a boat. Maybe that cures him. Oh, I know you're not going to agree because you didn't want me to give Le'Veon Bell when he was bowling strikes the night before the game that he was Well, Deion Waiters is a little different because they said he took an edible and they had to stop. So he, he's been going through a lot right now in Miami. So um, maybe Miami needs to let him go. Give him a fresh start. Fresh start? Fresh start. Uh, they didn't really prioritize him. He doesn't like, you know, they got nothing there. I don't think he's prioritizing him either. They got Jimmy Butler. He, what, what is he supposed to do? He's a scorer. Well, conversely to that, the 49ers – won the weekend, and not because they won the game and they beat the Rams and uh, sent them fishing for the uh, remainder of the season, but because uh, they dedicated their game, backup quarterback, uh, CJ, I, I want to say his last name right, Bethard, I think I said that right, brother lost his life, a fatal stabbing at a bar, I believe it was in the, Nashville. The night before. And um, Sh Shanahan said he spent an hour with him, uh, the day before the game, and he was distraught. Obviously, yep. your family goes through a, a, a shocking loss like that and on the way out said that just to tell the guys, man, win this game tomorrow. And they went out there and they did that. And to win that type of game and dedicate it to your brother, and that goes back to kind of that football is family thing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, that was special, man. Sports can bring that to people, you know, in the midst of going through some of the toughest things you'll go through in life. When you have people that you care about and that care about you to lean on, uh, it's an incredible feeling. So shout out to the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan and those guys um, for dedicating that game to uh, their quarterback, CJ. And please, man, I love the different people hitting us up with pictures of a Christmas tree. People subscribing. The reenactment. The reenactment. 
Um, the uh, commencement speech. That yeah, was pretty so cool. Like, um, we, I will, the next time we're in here on set, I will have all the jerseys here with us on set. Um, and then we'll be mailing them out to you. So uh, we appreciate Everyone. Keep that hashtag going. Keep hashtag double, double covers. You can hashtag double covers. Hashtag double covers. Xmas. Whatever you, whatever you please. Just hashtag double coverage. And don't forget to subscribe. We will not just subscribe. Be picking people in one group. We'll be picking. Mama, we made it. And you can't go wrong with if you do a reenactment and you subscribe. Picture your Christmas tree and subscribe. Or if you just subscribe. So make sure you subscribe with That's it. That's the main thing. Um, can't wait to give away these jerseys, man. It's going to be awesome. Appreciate everybody's support. More, more than an athlete. Could have went with Kyle Van Noy to Walter Payton Manning. Yeah, but we're but tired of him. he's already received it. Geno Atkins has been named the Week 15 NFLPA Community MVP uh, for his Atkins Week of Giving, a seven-day campaign that directly impacted 350 people in wow. Cincinnati through holiday gifts, donations, dental services, and charitable events. That's awesome. So shout out. Uh, to Geno Atkins, a guy who's been in Cincy dominating for years. You don't want to mess with him. Obviously dominating in the community as well. Before we head out of here, reminder, you can find the audio version right there at iTunes. You can go find the... tell your mama, mama, we made it. You can find the video version on YouTube. All you have to do is search Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. And after you do so, please do not forget to subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Before we head out as well, shout out to the partners, Boston Medical Center, Embrace Kids Foundation, and also Norma Tech Recovery System. See you guys after Christmas. So, of course, we have to say to you today, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to whatever you believe in and whatever goes on, whether it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Happy holidays to everyone. Enjoy it. You want to sing a song for them? This Christmas. Terrible. See? You didn't like that? I thought that was good. What else was you on here? Oh, and if you get bored... Look Silent up. No, no. If you get bored, you want to hear one of the greatest Christmas stories, songs, DMX, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Reindeer. Come on. See Go check guys. that out. You won't, you won't be disappointed.